Do you ever have trouble hearing God's voice? Uh, do you have uh, difficulty in understanding uh, when God is speaking to you and whether it's something different? Man, tune into today's broadcast and we're going to talk about how to hear God's voice clearly. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. And welcome to another uh, broadcast of Wisdom for Living. And we're going to have a, a great time in the, these next few uh, broadcasts because we're going to be talking about how to hear God clearly. Man, I don't know a subject or a topic that is is more important to the body of Christ today is is uh, hearing God. You know, we've heard, had a lot of uh, people uh, in my ministry experience who've uh, came come to me and told me, you know, God told them to do this or told them to do do the other thing, and and uh, and you know, I know the Word of God, and so I, they would tell me, you know, God told them to do this or do that, and. And, and I, you know, I just scratch my head because it doesn't line up with the Word of God. But did you know you can hear God's voice clearly? You, you don't have to be guessing. You can, you can walk in confidence in hearing God's voice. And, and that's been a passion of mine for several years. And so I want to share that with you during these, uh, these next few broadcasts. And so um, you may want to uh, reach out to a friend or a family member who's been struggling and hearing the voice of God and, uh, and, ha and encourage them to tune in uh, to our Wisdom for Living broadcast. Well, I want to start off uh, this uh, time with a, with a funny, and this is called The Secret to a Long Life. So a young girl spent her summer months with her grandparents at their ranch in Texas. And one day while doing chores with her grandfather, she asked him how he had managed to live to such an old, old age. He was a tough old Texas rancher and cowboy. He, to he told her the secret to living a long life was to sprinkle a pinch of gunpowder on her oatmeal every morning. The granddaughter did this religiously until the ripe old age of 103 when she died. She left behind 14 children, 30, great, great, 30 grandchildren, 45 great-great-grandchildren, uh, great-grandchildren, 25 great-great-grandchildren, and a 40-foot hole where the crematorium used to be. <laughs> that is funny. I don't care who you are right there. That is funny. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Well, what's in my heart to share with you today has been really a vision for my own life and also for my family. In fact, uh, if, you, if you have a family, I encourage you to seek God about uh, the vision that He has for you and your family. Uh, my vision for my family was, it was real simple, was that each one of my children would, and grandchildren would, would know the Lord they would hear His voice, and they would fulfill His will. They would know the Lord. They would learn to hear His voice accurately and to fulfill His will completely. And, but, you know, how are you going to fulfill the will of God if you don't know how to hear His voice? 
Well, I want to uh, open up in, in um, Psalms chapter 85 and verse 6. It says, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. He will speak peace to his people and to his saints. Why don't you say that with me? I, I will hear what God the Lord will speak. And here it is, here it is in the word. You, you can hear God's voice. You can, you can hear his voice clearly. For he will speak peace to his people and to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. So, you know, you want to, you want to make sure that in following and hearing God's voice, you're not, you're not confusing yourself in your, in your, in your soul by following things that are not, that are not the will of God. You know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then, and that's in Romans 10, 17, Hebrews 11, verse six says, without faith, it's, it's impossible to please him. Think about this with me for a minute. If, if faith comes by hearing and it's impossible to please God without faith, then it's impossible to please God without you and I hearing from him. I mean, that's powerful. That's a powerful truth. Now, Look with me in John chapter 10 and, and verse 27. John chapter 10 and verse 27. And it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice. How many of you belong to the Lord? Uh, are you born again? Then you're his sheep. And he's, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. And, and I know them and they follow me. And then if you look at verse 4, it says when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. They know his voice. It's not only the truth that you can hear his voice, but you can know or recognize his voice. This is, this is powerful. If each of us would just simply hear him and follow him, uh, man, we would, we would see great revival in the earth today. That's what uh, Psalm 85 said, will you not revive us again, O Lord? And revival or renewal or re uh, restoration of the things that God has for you, a lot of the things that um, you're believing God for have to do with or they're connected with your hearing. It's how you hear the Lord. It's, it's, you, it's you making this decision, first of all, you can hear His voice. And I've just read you a number of scriptures that, that tell you if you're, if you're His sheep, if you're, if you're born again, you can hear Him. You, you can recognize His voice. His voice uh, is distinguishable. It, his, his voice is distinct. You know, I've lived with my, my wife now for uh, 40 plus years. And, you know, when she calls me on the phone, she doesn't say, you know, hi, Greg, this is Janice. No, she says, hey, babe, how are you? You know, and, or hi, honey, how are you doing? Because I've lived with her. I know her voice. And I could, I could pick out her voice in a crowd of 10,000 people. And the more time we spend with the Lord, the more his voice is distinguishable to us. Um, 
in Galatians 3 and verse 5, uh, if you desire, uh, let me just ask you this, do you, do you desire miracle signs and wonders in your life? Do you desire the gifts of the Spirit and, and people being healed and, and set free? Do you desire the Lord to use you in that way? Well, Galatians 3 and verse 5 says, Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you going to do miracles and signs and wonders by formulas that you come up with on your own? Or maybe something you found something that worked in the past and you're just going to do it over and over again? No, it comes by hearing, the hearing of faith. And when you hear God, it, it produces faith. It, it releases faith on the inside of you. And that's what appropriates the grace of God. Man, there's so many things that belong to us in the kingdom that, all, that it's just waiting for you and I to hear God that, man, by His stripes you were healed. That God wants you to be blessed so you can be a blessing. He wants to restore relationships in your life. Someone's watching that's got a, a relationship that's just, you know, there's, you've done everything you could do, but it's just in pieces. It's, it's, it's not working. It, you've, you've tried everything you can do. Well, let me, let me encourage you. Uh, why don't you try hearing God? God's got an answer. Uh, he's going to show you how to, how to overcome evil with good, how to share, give ta uh, do tangible things that will open up the heart of that individual that is closed off to you. And I just, I just cancel out the enemy's assignment against that relationship right now in Jesus' name. And I just declare over you that you, you have the mind of Christ, that you can hear God about that. Uh, but the problem is many times is we're hearing, what we're hearing is, is the pain or the loss, or the you know betrayal, or what that person has done to us, we can't hear God and what God's saying to us about how to reconcile that relationship because we're focused on what they did to us. We're focused on you know how they did us wrong. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> they haven't hung you up or me on a cross as an innocent innocent human being like they did Jesus. And I'm, I'm going to just appeal to you today to choose to value the cross, value what Jesus did for you greater than your pain or loss, what people have done to you. Man, that's powerful. If you'll do that, what happens then when you choose to value the Word and you choose to value what God's uh, what God says about your situation, then you, then now your heart's open. Now you can hear God. Now you can you can listen to His voice about about how to reconcile that relationship, how to how to overcome evil with good. Romans twelve twenty one. That's powerful. Listen, God God has miracles. He has signs and wonders. He has restoration. He has financial blessing for you. There are deals that He wants you to make. Man, if anybody's supposed to prosper, it's the body of Christ. Man, there are, there are deals He has for you. 
Even, even in times of inflation, when everything seems to be going up, you know, God has prices are, are going up. There, there are deals if you'll listen to the Lord. Uh, Isaiah 48, 16 says that the Lord teaches us to profit. Wow. How does He teach us? Well, we listen. We hear. We, we open our ears to hear what the, what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Um, in, in Isaiah 50, Isaiah 50 and verse 4, it's, it's a powerful verse about, about hearing, hearing God. So Isaiah 50 and verse 4, it says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. And that word learned there is the word uh, in the Hebrew for disciple. He's given me the tongue of a disciple that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Man, have you ever found somebody that's hurting and down and downcast and, and discouraged? Well, how, how do you minister to him? Well, God says as a disciple, you're going to hear from him how to speak a word uh, in season that, that will help them. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as a disciple. And so as a disciple of the Lord, one of the, one of the key uh, character traits of a disciple is that they're hearing God. So you can hear the Lord. Uh, I can hear the Lord. And listen, the, Lord, the Lord's God, he's, he's talking. He's, he's not holding back on you and me. But why is it then that so many people have trouble hearing God uh, with confidence, have trouble hearing God uh, with clarity? Uh, one time they come and they say, God told them to do this, and then the next time it's something else. And, and man, you know, God, I'm thinking, God, you're not that fickle. <laughs> you're really not. Well, 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 10 uh, says there are, there are many voices. Let, let, let me turn there. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 10. It says there, there are many voices that uh, are in the world and none of them is without uh, signification. None of them is without distinction. There are, there are many voices and each one has a distinct sound. Each one, uh, you, you can distinguish one, one from the other. And there are may, what the problem is, there are many voices competing for our attention. They're, they're competing for, uh, with, the vo with the voice of God, which many times the voice of God, and I'm, we're going to talk and uh, share in, uh, in the next couple of broadcasts about uh, the different ways, uh, scriptural ways that God can speak to us. But... The, the problem is there, there's a lot of voices competing with the voice of God. And most of the time, God's voice is a still, small voice. It's not screaming at us. It's not clamoring. Uh, it's, not, you know, it, it's not pressuring us. And, but there are many voices in the world. And because the, all those voices uh, are, are out there, it's, what happens is, is we, we end up going with the voice that's the, the loudest rather than the voice that's, that's best. And so John chapter 12, this is Jesus uh, speaking in, in uh, 
John 12 and verse 27, it says, My soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came forth. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. So here's the audible voice of God. A voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said that it thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. And Jesus answered and said, this voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now, this is, this is a powerful word. God, Jesus said, this vo- Jesus prayed, you know, Father, glorify your name. And, and then God spoke very clearly. Jesus heard it. He uh, said, uh, I have glorified it and I'll glorify it again. But Jesus said that voice was not for him. It was for those that were listening. And yet they didn't hear it. That what they heard was it, it was like thunder and, and lightning and 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 all all these things and it was like their their ear the problem was their ear wasn't tuned in they were tuned into a different channel they couldn't hear what what the voice that was designed specifically for them Jesus said this didn't come that voice didn't come for me it came for you and it thundered and you didn't hear it. Man, how many times is God speaking? And, and, and we're not hearing because we're tuned into other voices. Man, that's, that, is, that was powerful. God, you know, the, 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 the problem is, guys, we have so many other voices that are clamoring and we haven't, we haven't set uh, in, our, in our minds and our hearts and we haven't set those aside. Um, too many times we're valuing those voices and we're, instead of valuing the voice of God. And, you know, your flesh has a voice. Uh, my flesh has a voice. Uh, in, in fact, your flesh is going to, it'll speak pretty loud. Uh, I remember one, one Thanksgiving, you know, after you turn 40 like me, um, you, uh, you fight, sometimes fight the battle of the bulge. <laughs> well, I'm 40 plus, right? And, uh, and so I, 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 Thanksgiving one year, I made a decision I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to gorge myself. I'm, I'm only going to have one helping of food. I'm only going to have one piece of pie. And so, uh, man, I, you know, I, I had, I got my plate and I just piled that plate so high of everything that I, that I wanted. Right. And then, uh, then I finished that and I would, man, I was really good. I didn't get a second helping of that pile. I got that food as high as I could on that plate. Then, then, you know, we had, man, we had dessert, we had pumpkin pie and we had cherry pie and we had pecan pie and apple pie. And man, I'm hungry (laughs) already. (laughs) And uh, so I I decided, you know, I'm going to have, all right, I'm only going to have one piece of pie. And so I I chose a piece of pumpkin pie and I, I found the biggest piece of pumpkin pie. And then I, man, I put a load of whipped cream on it, man. And I'm, finished that and 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 uh, man I'm really feeling good about myself I you know restrained myself from two helpings and of food and and only one piece of pie and then then I heard a voice <laughs> it said I want another piece of pumpkin pie and 
It was my flesh. I said, no, we're not having another piece of pumpkin pie. I said, we're only having one piece of pie. And then, I, then it became stronger about 30 seconds later. I said, I want another piece of pumpkin pie. And I said, no, no, I already told you we're not having, we're only having one and we've already had one and one helping of food. And, um, and he said, I've written this time really strong. I said, I, know, I want another piece of pumpkin pie. And I said, no, I, I already said, I mean, I'm feel, feeling really good about myself now because, man, I've disciplined myself. And, and, uh, and then about 30 seconds later, uh, you know how the flesh will negotiate. He said, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a piece of cherry pie then. <laughs> and, you know, isn't that, isn't that, like, the, isn't that like the flesh? And, and that's, that's the challenge, guys, is that, is that we have these other voices and our flesh is one of those voices. And we have, we have all these voices that are trying to compete with the voice of God. And we have to, we have to choose, to, we have to be intentional and choose to value the voice of God above our flesh, above every other voice. And some of these voices that we deal with, uh, they're at least at least six voices that can harden our hearts or hinder us from hearing uh, God and distract us from hearing God today. Uh, one of those voices is finances. It's money. You know, I can obey God, uh, but 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 you know, I'll obey God as long as I have enough money in the bank. Or God, I'll go anywhere and I'll do anything as long as. I have enough money, but if I run out of money, you know, I can't, I, I can't do that. Um, or I know God wants me to go to Bible school, uh, but I, you know, I, but I, you know, I've got, man, if I, if I quit my job right now, I lose my four, 401k or, you know, my, my uh, nest egg, or I'm going to have to uh, use all of my savings or my, my retirement and, and so on. But listen, guys, um, today, if you'll hear his voice, Harden not your heart. Don't, don't allow yourself to um, make the decision that, that, that you're going to value the voice of finances above, above the voice of God. Um, another voice is a voice of family. You know, I mean, when your family says, well, what are they going to say? Or, or, or you know, uh, what are you going to do uh, if, if f- trying to follow God? Who do you think you are? You know, God talking to you. You know, you, God doesn't talk to people today. And I remember when I followed God to go to Bible college. And my dad thought I was crazy. He thought I was nuts leaving my business, my successful business. But Jesus said who, uh, in Mark 3.35, whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. He defined family as those who were hearing and following God and doing His will. You know, I love my parents. I love my children, my grandchildren, my brother, my sister, but they're not my Lord. And, and, and I, I've, got, I've got to trust God. And I'm not going to be, I've chosen, I'm not going to be intimidated by these voices that come. Your family can be a voice that can hinder you hearing God if you value them more than, more than the voice of God. Then you've got the voice of friends. You know, we, we, you, your friends, you may lose some friends when you're following Jesus. When you value the Lord's voice and He's telling you to go here or do this and, and then your, your friends don't understand. They think you're a fanatic. Now they don't worry about, 
being a fanatic at the football game, but uh, you can't be a fanatic for God, right? Then you then you have your just things about your future. You know, uh, what what am I going to do about my future? That's a voice. You know, and well, if I follow God, how's that going to help me? You know, save up enough money or have a retirement so I can retire. Man, I'm telling you guys, we need to refire, not retire. And then there's the voice of failure that, you know, the fear of stepping out because we're going to fail. Let me tell you something. If you're considering uh, failure and, and, and you're, you're, you're not uh, willing to risk following the Lord because you're fearing failure, you've already failed. The, these voices, um, the, the, these, these uh, contradicting voices, these things that, that are in our heart, they can stop us from hearing the voice of God. And I, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to Wisdom for Living over the next few broadcasts because we're going to help you hear God's voice clearly. Thanks for tuning in today. Today's teaching, Hearing God Clearly, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. Hey, I want to encourage you to go on my website, gregmore.com, and order today my book, uh, Walking in Wisdom. It's a companion to the teaching I've been uh, sharing with you about how to hear God's voice clearly. Uh, you can also order uh, our product for, from these broadcasts, either CD, uh, DVD, USB, on, on hearing God clearly. So, man, go to gregmore.com. I've got funnies on there. I've got a lot of uh, other teachings on there. You, you'll be blessed. Uh, check that out. Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom as Pastor Greg shares from over 40 years of walking out biblical truths and principles. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. On our website, you'll find Greg's latest book release, free teachings, as well as many other resources you'll be able to access his blogs, quotes of wisdom, and funnies of the week. While there, please connect with us and let us know how you or a loved one has been blessed by this ministry. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. Let me stop here and ask you a question. What has God put in your heart? What desire has, has He put in your heart for your family, for maybe for uh, to bless a, a ministry? What, what, that desire, uh, those desires that are, that are in your heart, that's from God. And th those things weren't of my, I'm not talking about fleshly, selfish, ambition, stuff. I'm talking about things that God has put in your heart. What does He put in your heart? Don't let, don't let the voice of finances, limited finances, of, what, of what's coming in right now, don't let that stop you from believing 
uh, God's voice. If you'll mix faith with that desire that He put in your heart, I'm telling you right now, uh, you can hear God. And, and in fact, you're hearing God. That desire is one of the ways you hear God. And if you'll set aside that voice of limiting finances and don't let that limit you from believing, uh, you watch and see within, within a short period of time, those things will come to pass. God will bring it to pass. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.